Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors. I love how it's, it still catches it, you on it the hop. It didn't at all. We, we I do. left a dramatic pause. All right, okay. Um, which will be imperceptible to the viewer or listener. This is on YouTube and in your podcast feed, by the way, down here with Michael and Moscow as we do propaganda. Brought to you by Levi Solicitors, who will do a 10% discount on your legal fees. Levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Oh, Michael, sell the range of the wide range of services that Levi Solicitors do. I mean, I'm sure you know them all. You know, you like to sell them all individually and equally. We had a podcast review that mentioned it because mm. we get an update from Chartable, the people who put stuff in the in the charts and the, the top review on it said five stars, well, it's probably convincing. I don't know what these legal services are, but I can't wait to need them. Excellent. Well, and if you do need them, mm-hmm. which we all will at some point. Everyone should, should have a will, particularly if you're a homeowner, you're buying a home. If you bought a home, you've needed conveyancing. If you're going to buy one, you do need it. And when you sadly shuffle off this mortal coil, do you want that home to go to that dreadful money grabbing? I mean, uh, that relative who you don't see anymore. Mm. No, you don't do. You want it to go to the right Leave person. it to the square ball. Yep. So you make sure you get your will in order so that when probate comes around, all good. Don't leave it to us, by the way. We should say very... There's not <laughs> There's not actual legal advice. Although Moscow just went, hmm. <laughs> he could do. Would you take a free house? I mean, we could probably find a use for it, couldn't we? People yeah. have been that generous. Yeah. I think traditionally it's a dog's home, but... Yeah, don't leave us pets, actually. Yeah, don't leave us pets. I don't have to look after anything. Either leave your homes to us or to a local pet charity. Those are the only two options. Mm. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball for sound legal advice with a 10% discount on your legal fees. They may have some different ideas. Yeah, I mean, I, I would normally listen to the professionals. <laughs> Talk through of... your options with them rather than uh, <laughs> listening to us. Don't just leave it all to the dog's home. Uh, right, propaganda then. This is the show where we find out what has been said in the world of football through a Leeds United lens. Donkey sanctuaries are good as well, though, aren't they? Mm-hmm. We had a donkey sanctuary around the Warnock era, didn't we, at this uh, at this football club? Hey. hey. Um, yeah, we find out what's been said in the football world. Uh, it's not always as much fun doing this side of things from a Leeds perspective when Leeds have not been so great at the weekend. Shall we just do the bloodletting now, get the, the misery mix out of the way, see if you agree with these folks who've sent us messages in our TSB Plus members, that their thoughts on, there's on the weekend? There's not much Southampton either. There's not, no. We, a, a one, gonna, one clip. Is it Saints light? One clip, that'll do. Yeah, they then, won, they played better than us, fine. Then we'll just laugh at Liverpool and Man United. Fine, here we go then. Flat, flat, flat. Oh, God, I can't believe I'm agreeing with Don Goodman, but I watched Southampton get mullered by Sunderland and Leicester, and the only thing you could learn from those two games 
is that the way to get at them is to get at them. And we just kind of sat off and didn't press. There's nothing like a reality brick to the face, is there? And there's nothing like leads to keep delivering them. Fuck me, that Southampton result. Wife's a Luton fan. So all I've had for the past four hours is we are Premier League. We are Premier League. Still, not too upset that they beat Everton. You're also welcome to blame me for last week saying that we look good enough to never drop points and the football gods sort of called my bluff there. Look, Southampton was just clearly better. I'm sure someone with more knowledge on football tactics will be able to break it down and find the the flaws. But the bottom line is, is we look like a bunch of kids who spent the day at Peppa Pig Park and had a sugar crash. I mean, only Leeds United could go from the best performance of the season by a mile to the absolute worst and being 3-0 down on 35 minutes. I mean, why is Cooper stepping up on that first one? Just just stay in line. Surely Rodham comes back in. <sighs> oh, well, hopefully it's a blip and not the wheels coming off, a form falling off a cliff, Farker moving towards resignation and the 49ers selling up to Cellino again. It's just utter shite. Really, really shite. No excuses. They were terrible. You might remember me tweeting before the match that with Cooper in defence and Strike having to play on the right, look forward to Leeds conceding some sloppy goals. Guess what? We saw Leeds conceding sloppy goals. Actually, I'm no mystic med, but if I and many other Lee supporters can see it, why can't Fark? What a mug. Actually, let's have a mug. Last week I had my, my wisdom teeth taken out. And the best thing I can say about that game is about as about half time I was thinking about calling my dentist and seeing if he wanted to take any more out. What a shit that was. I think I understand where our fan base is so damaged. Because you look at the form coming into that. We are well ahead. Like we're on form, we look well. So how did I we won a game of five? And uh, yeah, they come out and look like peak fucking brilliance and we look shocked. Um, but it's a long season, a lot of way to go, and let's just move on and beat these chumps on Wednesday and uh, everything will be fine, right? Absolutely. There's some spectacular Normanton-level catastrophizing there in the middle from, uh, I think it was our first Irish um, message lever. Mm. Was that you doing that, doing the accent? <laughs> no, Commit- no. Committing yet another race hate crime? Mine would be less convincing. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, and it's, I should say, just for the record, it's not Peppa Pig Park, it's Peppa Pig World. It's bigger than a park. It's a whole. It's a whole world. Over and over again. Yeah, over and over again. Okay, put that to bed. Have we anything to add to that? Nah, probably not. You watched it as well, didn't you, Moscow? I'm from, yeah, I'm aware that Leeds played at the weekend. Um, Think it was good. No, but it, it also it wasn't terrible. We just. Fragile is the word you use in your match report on our website, which you can find there at thesquareball.net, along with those mugs you mentioned, Farker mugs. Quickly sell the Farker mugs. Sell this mug. Uh, no, I mean, I'm drinking out of one of, um, never mind the Farker mugs. What everyone really wants is a mug <laughs> with um, Matthias Click, Stuart Dallas, Held at Costa and um, Jack Harrison on. It gets kind of worse as you go around it. <laughs> I, w- I would recommend you drink it. If you drink left-handed, you can just look at uh, Click and Dallas, which is nice. Clicky's down for the goal of the uh, the match day in the old MLS, isn't he? Yeah. And I swear it's it's deflected, isn't it? Who cares? I'm not imagining that. It's well, an absolute landslide. Well, I, re- I did retweet it from the Squareball account just this morning before we came in to start recording, and he'd hit 51%, and the next person was 40%. 
But when I saw the first screen grabs, it's like the other way around. So I think we've fully leads it. So, you know, if we can't if we can't be happy, nobody else can be. We've just got to game the system. Does it say something about the quality of MLS so that a shot deflecting in off of a defender is like, what a hit, what a great goal. I mean, Clicky's hit, Clicky has hit it well, but even he isn't celebrating it in a big style because it's um, he kind of walks away looking a bit sheepish. I'm watching it now, fascinating for the listeners. Yes, it's gone off the defender's arm. Anywho, <laughs> uh, but well done, Clicky. I'm glad it's going well. And it's a shame, I hope next season... Uh, Messi is sticking around because Click versus Messi will probably be better than Leeds versus Southampton. Fragile was probably more to do with the whole kind of season so far because the thing I remember about or keep in mind about what happened on Saturday is Jed Spence hasn't played a game yet and Glenn Kamara has played start two. Is it two? That not really got going yet. We can bring Roden back in. We can. We've got Junior Furpo to return. Bamford is only just sort of looming on the bench like a, a ghost risen again. So there's still one of the things with how long the, like it's the cliche that the championship is a long season. But one of the things that that means is that your team can change dramatically. Jaden Anthony hasn't started a game yet. Lots of things. Nyonto comes back into that team and hopefully gets on the way to scoring however many goals it is for Michael to bear him anymore. 26 more. So there's still a lot to change um, and a game that if you took Southampton's oh, it's ridiculous like if you change all the conditions so it makes you feel better but what else <laughs> if you look at do? the things that favour us yeah if you take all, if you take Southampton's form out of it they are one of the teams who recently relegated from the Premier League like us supposedly a Premier League team in the running to get back up there they shouldn't have been three goals better than us by half time but sometimes things happen and I meant to look actually and I never did but the scoring that they conceded because they got done 5-0 by Sunderland. And that's so, what is the real true reflection of Southampton Football Club? Are they a team that beats us 3-0 in half an hour or are they a team that loses 5-0 to Sunderland for no reason or is this just that we're in the championship? I think probably the latter is the truest truism that you're going to find about any of this. So back to... uh, Lots of moving parts. That's where we are. In terms of what you're describing there about us being fragile, it's just there's a lot going on and it hasn't all quite settled down yet. And maybe it never will. Maybe maybe this is just the the form of the season. Yeah, and with the... Because the big question was whether Farco should have changed the team. Um, And what I put in my match report was an old Bielserism, which I still think is one of the... It was on his way out, but one of the smartest things he said where he described the work of a football coach is you've got to stop doing what's working before it stops working. And why would you, you know, without hindsight, change a team that mullered Watford 3-0 until they lose 3-0 in half an hour? And then it's obvious we should have changed it, but you, you can't really predict that's going to happen. And the other factor is, with all those players like Chad Spence and Glenn Kamara being new, we have not even seen Groove play a game yet. I don't know if Farkin necessarily knows what works yet. So it's kind of, you know, you, you play the Watford game, you think, oh, this is great. We're not, just mar- we're not just marching on together, we're learning on together. Yeah, we've, you'd think after Watford we've hit exactly what we need and yes, for I was the being, season. I was being deliberately overly, overly earnest there. We don't fail, we learn. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Jesse. Yeah. Um, exactly. You see Jesse being linked to the Rangers job? He would... I really, really hope he gets Cap, it. I mean, hat tip here to, to Graham Smith who would have had to endure him twice. He in, will be uh, absolutely eaten alive up there. Yeah. I look forward to it immensely. If it comes down to... The Queen, yeah, I grew up watching her on the TV. I mean, what's your favourite moment of the Queen then? Um, The money. The shape of the crown. Yeah. (laughs) The other... um, (laughs) 
Because the, the one of the other candidates is Muscat, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So Millwall fans wanted him the other week. I'd quite like to see Jesse Marsh and Kevin Muscat just like going down to the final two for the interviews. <laughs> I imagine Muscat will just get him in the corridor and put him against the wall. Say, I'm getting this job. <laughs> Have you right. seen the third goal yeah. in the MLS uh, goal of the match? Though? No, I just watched Clicky and that was enough It's a me. free header from six yards. I just wonder if, if they know what, what, a good, what a good goal is. <laughs> to be fair, it's match day, isn't it? So it's goal of the weekend, know, but, but you like, still hope for something better. It's just a set piece put into the box and someone is completely unmarked six yards out. Are we saying that Sam Byram against Watford would romp this competition? It was. It's, Byram's is a better header than this one. Well, maybe, he should get, maybe he should get MLS goal of the match day. Can he have it? He'd win it if he was in the poll. We've gone a, a wee bit off piste, so let's come back onto the course and hear from Southampton fans. Kept it to a, an absolute minimum here. It's, just, it's 60 seconds of your life. We'll get it out of the way. Because I think we're duty-bound when we do propaganda. Because we obviously, we revel in it when Leeds win. And we're complete bastards to the opposition. So we have to take our medicine when we lose. And here is one, just one single minute of us taking our medicine. It's currently Southampton 3, Leeds United 1, uh, Leeds getting a goal back midway through the second half. They've looked a lot better side in the second half as well. They were a bit toothless in the first half. But I've got to say this as well. I think Leeds are actually one of the toughest oppositions we've had here at St Mary's. We just had less mistakes on our side. Is that fair? I, I honestly think there's been a, a great great play between Ben Rack and Arabellis today. I think they've looked really strong. The fact that we're not playing those inverted fullbacks means the, the back pretty much covered it's just those little mistakes to, to skis through but it's that I think the midfield's worked amazingly well today that middle three of Smallbone Stuart Armstrong and Alcaraz was fire for the first half it's just a shame they don't seem to have the energy to make it a full 90 it's mad it's taken until the 94th minute with a minute of stoppage time left that we start to feel comfortable feel like gonna... that we might actually get the win here they can't get two in 30 seconds can they I'm going to shut up I'm going to shut up I'm glad you did select the uh, the one minute of footage that makes us come out of it sounding quite good. Well, it's the only bit they were talking about us, really. Right. The okay. majority they were talking about. Just with reference... Just banging on about Southampton. Oh, how, with reference to Smallbone, I did enjoy that bit in your match report, uh, Moscow, where you said, uh, Jamie Shackleton, blah, 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 blah. I'm pulling, pulling the ball back to William Smallbone, who was wandering into the penalty area, unmarked, all the way from being someone's sidekick in a medieval folktale. I enjoyed that a great Smallbone. deal. Smallbone. I was trying to place exactly where it would be, and I, I said he'd he'd be involved somehow in maybe like a pirate tale he wouldn't be mm. necessarily one of the pirates he'd be the the kid who gets drawn mm. into the pirate adventure something have you like ever that. met anybody called big bone no it's funny isn't it i think <laughs> that's how he gets away with it probably right then should we move on to um some other fun in the football world this weekend there's quite a lot with, well, you, with you, the liverpool var controversy you got man united losing you mentioned sunderland um, spanking Southampton, didn't you? Yeah. Shall we? They did that to Sheffield Wednesday. They did Jack, the Jack Clark show. Mm. So it doesn't seem very happy from this clip. It was a guy called Harry Kilner, young lad. Sheffield. Yeah. The Sunderland fans seem to be having a good they time. They did, yes. The, yeah, the Sheffield Wednesday, and it was obviously it doesn't all come through on video, but got it emptied out quickly. There was a, he was filming at half time, and they opened they'd opened the big gates, which they don't generally do. While the game's still going on, but they'd open the big gates and people were just pouring out of them at half time because it was it was three 0 by that point. So this is the penalty being awarded, which is the third goal I think, and scored. There's there's some anger in the crowd, but then there's also like a voice of reason cutting through, which I think just sort shows where Sheffield Wednesday are at the moment. Thank <laughs> you. 
delightful. Was it, that the voice of reason? Um, also, the guy yeah. who's going, of course it's a fucking penalty, you clumsy bastard. Yeah. And it was, it really there's, was. There's plenty yeah. of people around him going, fucking hell, it's not a penalty. And he's just going, it is a penalty. Yeah. Look at it. That, that, it is. that air of resignation. We've been there so many times as Leeds fans, haven't we? When that proper despondency, the despair sets in, you, you feel like you're going nowhere. It's also shortly after that, it really kicked in. You could hear a good portion of the crowd chanting sacks in the morning as well, which when the home crowd's doing it, you know that's when it's... Ooh. That's when it's really turned. It's happened a few times at Leeds, isn't it? For Did it happen for Jesse? I uh, don't so, think so. It, it will do it in a away game, I guess. Yeah. Well, their manager didn't, because he was chuckling about how long um, the fans had travelled to an away game. He's like, not my problem. <laughs> when they'd, they'd got beaten, he was like, because yeah, it was like... It's a choice. It's, yeah, as well as questions like, are you going to refund the fans for this? He was like, no. <laughs> um, and then Jan Siri's done the classic. Like, it, it's very calculated when you start his statement that he did before that game kicked off, where it's all, some fans seem to want this club to fail. So if those fans want to put their hands in their pocket and start funding it, I am going to stop putting any money in because of certain fans which was very Where much. Where have a, we heard that before? Yeah, it was a very Chilino level move of make sure. I was that, thinking Batesian actually, but never mind. I there's think Chilino was worth, worse at it because Bates never went as far as actually calling out the South Stand and say, right, they're going to have to pay another five pounds to get in in return for a phantom pie. I was thinking all the it was the Yorkshiremen have uh, what was it, short arms and deep pockets. That, yeah. that stuff kind of nobody ever wants to pony up and run this thing. Whereas I'm doing it, like you know, how good am I? And in fairness, Bates anyway. put the prices up by a fiver and didn't give anyone anything. Yeah, that's true. All right, so maybe it is more Batesy, but they're both of a of a piece. But it's that thing of making sure that some fans, other fans, will hear that and go, well, all those fans are the ones in the wrong. Divide and conquer, yeah. and all that. Maybe these are the words if Ken Bates and Massimo Cellino somehow bred, mm. and this was the. The bastard offspring who wrote that statement. What it, an image that! It all went very chilly, you know, with his um, the appointment of Cisco, didn't it? In the first place, when the, when he Chancery just got on and, and started ranting about stuff, and he hasn't stopped ranting about Darren Moore either, as he keeps no. keeps going. It's <laughs> like you know the uh, Darren Moore, a really nice guy as well. It's like he's one of those people in football that pretty much everyone agrees is a, is just a nice bloke. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say anything bad about him, and then he just absolutely hates the guy. And he, and he, probably, he probably just played the whole situation with a straight bat and told some truths that Chancery didn't want to hear. But I was saying this to her, like... He wanted paying. I think that's yeah. why he didn't want to hear. I was saying to her, mate, this morning, like, everybody in football is just completely winging it, aren't they? You, and you realise this, like, you know, from speaking to Salim Patel when he was here, totally winging it, absolutely winging it, running transfers by us, like, no. It We're is, idiots. Uh, it's Sheffield Wednesday versus Huddersfield. It's on Saturday. It's the 7th, isn't it? Mm. Something like that. So that's going to be her. Fun one, and then you and I was just to continue that thought. Like you know the um, the conversations that were released from the VAR through the week when they did that special on the Mother's Monday Night Football, wasn't it? And and how sort of chummy and just loose and nebulous all the language is. Like in, in other countries, they'll sit there and they'll say so and so, so and so, player is offside, no goal, and it, and they'll be like, oh, Webby, blah, 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 you know, you know, mates down the line and all that. Oh, I've got your back, pal. Anyway. The wing in it. Um, some live trolling of a child. We always like digging children out. Yeah, well, no. this is the, this is the YouTube child who's who's doing his filming, Harry Kilner, and someone near him obviously has clocked what he's doing. Yeah, and it's decided to take the piss of him, which I, I quite approve of. I have to say. Everybody like and subscribe. Come on, give that a like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I think I approve of that. Anyway, another final short one to finish but, but, on. But please do. Do for us, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hit that bell button, guys. 
Oh, so you'd have to if you don't want you don't it. Have it, to, it would be yeah. helpful if you did, but you know. You probably already have if you're watching this. Yeah. Helps you keep up with new episodes, doesn't it? Does. You yeah. Subscribe, you get you see what happens. Feed, feed the algorithm. So it's for you, not us. You feed. What's, your, what's your favorite YouTube subscription you've got, Moscow? I feel like you probably like something that posts like old nineteen fifties dancehall videos or something. And you're like, this is great. I love it when this stuff drops. Uh LUFC films. Okay. The guys doing the the nineteen eighties stuff. The wilderness it, years. Uh, yes, the wilderness years. They are good. Possibly when that um when a new episode drops there, I get a little tingle. Mm-hmm. You're all excited. And I've not watched the the new ones because I like to save them up so that I can properly savor them. It seems to me like I think one of my Children has been on my YouTube account and has so subscribed to a lot of Fortnite channels. Oh, I nice. just had a look. I wasn't aware what, what I had because, I, I, as a rule, don't like we'll probably, subscribe. I'll probably switch off in a couple of weeks. Mm. Fortnite. Mm. Yeah, I got it. Thanks. Anyway, one last clip from uh, from Hillsborough. <laughs> Very short, but it's just a man who wants them to pass the ball wide. And I'll, mm. I'll leave it. You can't see. Yep. You can't see where the ball ends up, but I'll leave it to you to decide whether or not well, he, he gets his wish. This audio is theatre of the mind, isn't it? So let's open the curtains. He didn't give it wide. He didn't, did he? No. He didn't give it wide. Reminiscent of? Jesse. No. <laughs> I thought I was going to say that. The, the cop watching Jesse Marsh football, I was thinking. Howard Wilkinson and Mick Hennigan, 1992 ah, at Sheffield United. So across the city when we were trying to win the league and did easily ahead of the shithouses who were trying to uh, win it ahead of us. Um, yeah, you can hear them yelling, What? What? Fucking hell, do you me wide? <laughs> and then, oh, I can't remember who's doing the commentary, but he, he was, uh, they need to get it wide here. <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Right, where do we go next then? Well, you, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Scum, should we go straight for Paddock? Let's do that then, It's we? getting a bit tiresome, this Man United losing. They've is, not... Is it? Well, 
you need a bit of hope, don't you, for it to be extinguished. And they had that, and it was good, but now they've lost four out of seven league games. Yeah, but they had, they had 20 years of winning everything, so, you know, bollocks. Yeah, but I feel like I need them to, I need them to look promising to then be rubbish again. I know yeah. what you mean, yeah. If you know what I mean. To keep Ten Hag, it's, it's, it's about what you want. Do you want Ten Hag to keep doing the fine job he's doing so far, where he's about three Dutch signings away from J. Roy Grot turning up? Or do you want them to sack him and let's go through the whole big rigmarole of them hiring a new manager and... Um, being the new saviour. Yeah, somebody being at the wheel again. It's probably going to be they'll get Michael Carrick from the bottom of Division 2 and be oh yeah, this is it's going to work or bring Solskjaer back. So it's, it's one or the other. And there's always the risk... We almost had it with Ten Hag because there was a there was a brief horrible moment where it looked like he was getting it together, and you don't want that. So there's always that that big fear that you know they'll get a good manager and sort themselves out. So hope so it's it is difficult to know what you want. I'm happy just to take defeats. Mm. Yeah, I mean you definitely it's the safe option, isn't it? Mm. You know where you are in those cases. But there's the thing is there's a bit of a a grinding acceptance now when you listen to some of them. There's obviously some of the usual but shouty people, the Goldbridge people. It's less exciting, Michael, when they get the grim acceptance, but you almost feel like after 20 years of having it all their own way, they mm. deserve that grim, you know, they deserve the kind of the grind that we had to endure and they haven't accepted it yet, have they? No, it's true. I do like, it doesn't particularly come across well for a clip, but I do enjoy the sort of narrative already building that they need to, they need to have a rebuild. Yep. And it's like, well, didn't you have... Summer when you bought like a new goalkeeper, a new central midfielder, a new striker. Wasn't Johnny Evans? Isn't this? Yeah, yeah Johnny is, Evans. Isn't that exactly what a rebuild is, Michael? Is that the question you're going to ask? Yeah, didn't they already do yeah. that? And didn't they get? Because that's sort of the spine of the team. And they got Casemiro last year. They paid like sixty million quid for him. Yeah, it is feels, he about thirty-four. Yeah, yeah, it feels like they've spent loads of money rebuilding and straight away now they've they've seen like seven games this year and gone needs a rebuild. This needs a rebuild. So rebuild is kind of the self-respecting way of saying our team is terrible and we need to just like clear the whole lot out but when you are still trading off the glories of being good for 20 years 20 years ago you're like oh it's not it's not a tear it all down stadiums falling to pieces thing it's a rebuild project just need to the stadium by the way did you see that the uh, the roof was leaking there was a video doing the rounds of somebody sat in one of their shithouse stands and the rain's coming through the roof and I thought it was, it was very sort of West Standy hmm which uh, it's probably a good symbol for for where they are and that ownership, which is doing a fine job. Yeah, it should be nice. Great bunch of lads with lovely haircuts. Yeah, yeah. Johnny United did a space. I did skip through it. It was four hours long. <laughs> four hours he did on this. Did you get any good stuff? There was any shouting, any ranting? He was pretty quiet actually. I think he seemed to only have let people on who agree with him. It's when anyone disagrees with him, even slightly, yeah. is when he just screams over them. So I didn't get anything from that. So we've got just one little clip from Andy Tate on Stretford Paddock. I've got um. I've put a little pause in the middle because yep. I want you to guess what's what's coming next. All right, here we go. I'm sick of this rigmarole. One step forward, two steps back. What a week it's been, man. Thought we'd turn the corner with Burnley, Crystal Palace. That's the pause, is it? What do you think, what do you think the other thing is that they turned a corner with? Losing to Bayern Munich? I don't know. Let's see, let's see what he has to say. Two packs murderer. <laughs> actually caught it last. And in the words of his famous song, some things will never change with this club and this team. <laughs> Nothing has changed. The mentality of these players absolutely stinks. It stinks, Jay. It does. Sorry, I, I don't mean to smile. I, just, I wasn't expecting two-part lyrics to, to come into this. I like how they've kind of they've, they've ruled out smiling. That's not allowed anymore. That's verboten. You can't smile. 
That was fun anyway. There was a little bit of Paula Abdul in there as well that yeah. you seem to yeah. have not realised. Opposites attract, yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. Next. Um, shall we hear a bit more misery? Go to Everton. I'm all for it. The yeah. Bloom, they lost to Luton, didn't they? they yeah, don't. you shouldn't lose to Luton if you want to. No, shouldn't even. I mean, if you're in the Premier League, you shouldn't be playing Luton, frankly. Never mind losing to him. So there's a little mention for, for Jack, stroke Jackie Harrison in this clip. He's as well. definitely not Jackie to them. And, he, and, he, and we are in the process of deciding whether he should retain his jackiness, aren't mm. we, at the minute, given that he's. Uh, if he takes Everton down. Yeah, mm. absolutely. So Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. The bottom of the table looks now as it kind of will at the end of the season. We are very much in the five, aren't we? We, we are not in the top 15. And it's just to, to look back on the last few weeks of a season where we thought we had a relatively, in inverted commas, easy start. We, we've played absolutely no one. We've played two teams who, in history, we will probably look back and say they were some of the worst sides in, in Premier League folklore. We've got one point against them, and the only reason we've got that is our best player is our goalkeeper. We are now stuck in this weird scenario where all the things that Sean Dyche is meant to be good at, we are actually very, very bad at. Namely, defending and getting crosses into the box. How many times has an opposition goalkeeper caught a football at Goodison Park this year? Um, you know, Ashley Young meant to be great at set pieces. Jack Harrison was only he only played half an hour today, and already his crossing looks like it's just evaporated into the lower bullens. Every, everything about the club, unfortunately, is broken, and we are sat here, what still clinging on to September, thinking we just hope that there's three teams worse than us. Uh, but sadly, we played two of them and bullied by them. So, where where we go from here as a club? I honestly don't know, but I think for the next seven months, we're just going to be looking around thinking, I hope that there's three worse teams than us. And do you know what? The league is that shit that we might just prevail. They are exactly where we were. I'm kind of glad we went down. I really am in the end. I'd, I'd rather be where we are looking upwards than just that gurgling around the plug hole. And we've said, like we've said, haven't we? it's, it's got to be their turn. And you kind of want it to happen for that reason because of the financial cheating and all that. The fact Luton and Sheffield United are so bad, though. It does feel like the they're probably just competing for one spot for one spot doesn't it which they could avoid but what, they didn't. It's, it's good to know they didn't scout Jack Harrison anyway if they expected um, <laughs> crossing cross after cross to be hitting the target he'll be fine they've got that big lad he'll they'll, once Jackie finds his range I enjoyed them saying we've played one of the like all time terrible Premier League teams in folklore I think Luton are probably saying the same things about <laughs> them you see Nathan Jones was interviewed by Henry Winter if yes. you've read the TSB da- uh, plus daily emails, you've already had this, but I loved him. I mean, he's such a fucking weirdo. Him still taking all the credit for Luton whilst trying to not take the credit for Luton and then saying the best thing about managing Southampton was that he got to be mates with James Ward-Prowse and they're still in touch. So that was good. I was talking to you about this on the, the week, I must have said, and he said watching Luton in the playoffs was like someone else watching someone else walk your daughter down the aisle. Yeah, which... Yeah, he's got a bit of a track record with those weird metaphors. Um, but he also the bit about Steve Koppel, where he said uh, he was one of the, the managers he loved working with. I knew exactly what he wanted from me. He was the first one to do video analysis 20 years ago, black and white Betamax. <laughs> 20 years, 2003, he reckons. Steve Koppel was wheeling out a black and white Betamax. Like, <laughs> got this great new thing, video technology. You know what it's like getting older. I, I still hear a song from about 2008 and go, oh, this is quite a new song. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. 
<laughs> Turns the, out I'm uh, just old. He was spotted at Bournemouth, was Nathan Jones. Mm. The, the feeling is that because he, his wife is from Bournemouth and when he got the Southampton job, he basically, he said he bought a house. It was, yeah, one of the classic managerial things. He was like, oh. So they bought a house in Poole, which is near enough to Southampton's training ground, 40-minute drive, but he just lived in Southampton anyway to kind of prove a point about how committed he was. And he's saying in this interview, he's basically missed the first two years of his three-year-old daughter growing up. And one of the great things about being out of work has been that he's got to spend some time with the family again and be with his daughter. But now he's ready for a Premier League challenge. So he's like, <laughs> when did he get sacked? He's, he's like... He's had enough of that little chump. He's like, February. <laughs> so he's had six months with her. Well, I'm a bit bored now. Yeah. So, Pokey with a stick, do something. There's another 20, 20 years that little brat he's got a coat with. I don't know if he's realised that, but he, yes, yeah, so peering from the stands in a baseball cap at Bournemouth as um, Tyler Adams hurts his legs. Can we just can we just have a moment revelling in the poor fortunes of Bournemouth at the minute? And the fact they're not enjoying Sinistera very much. Tyler Adams has got that injury. And you don't wish injury upon anybody because that's, you know, it's, it's only his hamstring. Dis- disagree. Be all right. Yeah, but I can't say I'm sorry either. You'll get better. Because he did the dirty on us and left us, didn't he? And it would be magnificent. And, and, and it's fine to be bitter about that. I think we should say that. I'm, I am a, a grown man, but I reserve the right to be bitter about football because, you know, I, it's generally not accepted in day-to-day life. It would be magnificent if the pair of them, Max Aaron's having decided they want Premier League football, end up with um, Nathan fucking Jones as their manager. It's like, here's your your Premier League football. You're, you're liking that? you got somebody wheeling in a video screen from like it's a school presentation from the 1980s video analysis guys you never you won't believe what you're about to see and you get the uh, the old countdown clock with the music before the program starts (laughs) not that countdown I was thinking more do you remember I mean this is going very much into boring old man territory but um, schools television (laughs) and then this program would start yeah Yeah, yeah. so that you would be able to queue it up properly for the for a, a room full of um, 30 hyperactive, sugar-addicted children, which is probably actually not that dissimilar to a Premier League dressing room. Mm, I, with, where Lewis Sinistera is concerned, I feel like we basically were, we were married to Lewis Sinistera and he left us for somebody who's got a better car than us just down the road. Smaller car, very this, small. Are you borrowing this metaphor from Nathan Jones? No, it's entirely my, my is, your, is your daughter in the car with Lewis Sinistera? Mm. Is he... Marianne, no, 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 have you no, turned no, down a nice Welsh PE the, teacher? The, there is no daughter. No, I'm just saying, I think he's basically, he's left us, she she, she is, is Lewis Sinistera in this case, and she's left us for okay. the guy down the road who's got a more expensive but smaller car and we're just watching on hoping that their relationship collapses. I think that's what, what I'm trying oh. to get at. Does, okay. that, is that, does that work? Sort of. Let's go back to Merseyside. Well, Merseyside via the, the Middle East in this case because it's, um, it's, this is football. Oh, is it our Jordanian friend? The Jordanian Who, friend. If you are a medium to long-term listener, you'll know... Uh, Curtis Jones. He rolls his R's, doesn't he? So it's Curtis Jones. Yes. Yeah. Well, look, we're getting requests for this, actually, on Twitter over the weekend. I mean, as soon as Curtis Jones was sent off, basically people started tagging me, saying, Curtis Jones. He, he was actually fairly forgiving of yeah. Curtis Jones because he was blaming the referee for... Let me. Did you think it was a red card? I didn't think it was. Uh, I can see why it was given, but the fact that the threshold is so low now... I, and I mean, I don't want to side with Gary Neville because he was saying no, like he just slipped over the ball there. I mean, but it depends on it. The the threshold is so low these days that I don't. I, I, do you know what? I don't care. No. Yeah. Just realised I was thinking about, it and then I was looking at both sides of the argument and realised I don't really care. 
And I think it was offside. Yes, goal. it looked to my, to my eyes. <laughs> anyway, let's hear from him then, shall so we? This is the, so yeah, so this is the, the disallowed goal uh, going in and, um, and then being disallowed. And you'll, apologies for the distortion, that's, that's him, not us. He's onside! He's onside, you VAR prick! Where's that same balls, bastard? Bring out the lines! He's off, he's onside! He's onside! Draw on the Excel sheet right now! Draw on paint! He's onside! That's a perfectly good goal. How is that? That's not even a line drawn. Not even a line. Oh, my God. How's that offside? Wallahi, I can tear my shirt right now. Where is the AC fucking remote? Allah ilan abuk. Allah ilan abuk. That was the goal, man. They're robbing us. This is daylight robbery. This is daylight robbery. There's something just delightful about his whole delivery. I love it. I really love it. I think he's quite sincere as well in how, how upset he gets. Yeah. Particularly as we slip back into the native tongue there, I think, for a mm. bit. And uh, some, some pleading to the to the higher authorities, potentially, uh, uh, the anger and the upset. And he gets wound up... Even people... You know on YouTube, people do super chats as well. Mm-hmm. At some point, people were doing super chats to disagree with him. And he was like, I'm just going to... I'm just going to... I'm going to ban you. I don't want your money. <laughs> <laughs> you can shut up. I don't want to hear your contrary opinions. <laughs> and then, obviously, loads of Chelsea fans have appeared in his in his feed... Um, and he gets cross about them as well. Oh, here we go. Chelsea fans, main character syndrome. Oh, you'll never guess who they support. Chelsea Football Club. That's a red. Same thing with Gusto. That's a red. Same thing with Gusto. Yaki, fuck your club and fuck Gusto. I don't care. Same thing with Gusto. Oh, Gusto got sent off for it, so my player must get sent off for it. I don't give a shit. Man said same thing with Gusto. Does this look like Chelsea game? Main character syndrome with his London cowboy pricks every single time oh gusto got a red for the same why do i give a fuck here we go see you never guess who they support challenge guess who they support guess who they support london cowboys that's who they support same thing with gusto <laughs> no one cares both are wrong then unbelievable man same thing with gusto main character syndrome no one gives a fuck about your club or about gusto you're 14th go watch luton town this gusto is that one of the Chelsea landfill billion pounds that they've spent? Because I I yeah. look at the Chelsea lineup these days and I go, don't know him, don't know him, don't know him, don't know him. Yeah, I think this is how far removed down from all that when he started saying one small with, uh, or same thing with gusto. I thought he meant like delivery uh, with gusto. One small <laughs> with feeling. Yeah, I was like, oh, they want him like he's, you know, he's 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 quite gusted with his delivery already. I don't know how much more gust. He could give to it, and then yeah, about halfway through, realized it must be a player <laughs> yeah. who we've never heard of. And can I also officially launch the petition now for formally changing Chelsea's name from Chelsea to London Cowboy Pricks? At one point, he called Spurs London Chickens. Well, they are the London Chickens, which I enjoyed. Yeah, they got chicken yeah. on a basketball. Yeah. It's Quite enjoyed it. You London it? Chickens, he yeah. was calling them London Chicken Pricks. So that was nice. Um, and then the final clip of him is just the sort of the sort of thing I have to put up with day to day in the office at home this is the sort of thing I'm always hearing bald bastard of course you bald bastard you love it bald bastard oh yalla whistle that you bald prick you bald bastard where's that same bald bastard you bald bastard I hope this bald bastard gets sacked (laughs) and that completes your review for the uh, (laughs) employment review for the year Michael Try my best. <laughs> Where's that bald bastard? Oh, he's making his coffee, the bald bastard. Oh, dear. Mug boxes. That's all I'm ever doing. Making mug boxes. <laughs> Thank you for buying the mugs. They just keep selling. Yeah. 
So ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous complaint. Yeah, but ridiculous yeah. amount of Farker mugs. Do keep buying Farker mugs. And if they if they do pop out of out of stock, we will restock them, and and you can have one hmm. in exchange for money. Obviously, in exchange for yeah. money. Yeah. yeah, it gets propping this whole enterprise up, isn't it? We say this every time, but we do, we are grateful. Thank you. Buy a magazine as well, by the way. If you're at the uh, if you're watching this ahead of the the game on Wednesday, one of these Lowfields Tunnel. Mm. I'll be there. Mag and a mug. Mag and a mug. Not the Luffers Tunnel. We don't sell mugs, by the way, at the ground because I think it would be classified in a football state. Given that you can't even take a bottle of pop in without the lid mm. being removed for you, which they've got non-removable lids now of, of fizzy pop bottles, haven't they? Which is a little bit confusing because you're not allowed to take them inside because in case you throw them. But when you get in there, you're allowed to buy one with it on. Which Strange is, rules. Yeah. Um, but so I, I, the whole point being that you're unlikely to, be, to get away with taking a mug in, which is made of mug stuff. Yes, it is very mug Yeah, That's the noise it makes. Yeah, nice clink there. Uh, where are we going next then, Michael? Let's finish on a bit of an old favourite, City Extra. Oh, they're back. As you could, well, as you... this is it. This is the thing. Because they split that... So just to tell the story, then reset the story, City Extra was the two... They referred to each other as bro a lot. In we the thought they were brothers, didn't yeah. we? But it, they might just be pals who call each other mm. bro. We think. I think now they're probably not brothers. Mm. And one, so, so one it's, of, one it's of LB the... is one of them. So he's got his own YouTube channel. The other... The younger one is still, I assume he's younger anyway. So is it LB who who officially sort of left City Extra? Yeah. Right. So he's now got It's LB. City Extra is still going. There's a an Irish lad on there quite a bit, but this time around, because Man City lost, so I thought I'll go and listen to him being upset. But with the two of them separate, I've got a clip of the two separate, and it just saddened me. Is it like when Robbie left? To hear that? all the pauses and everything. Is it, like just, when, is it like when Robbie took Yeah, that? listen to how sad this is. This is City Extra first. Oh... Ake got dusted as well, mate. He, mate, he, he's stuck in the mud. Ball over the top, mate. Ake looks like he's, you know what I mean? He's running on that that dead connection. And then Akanji with a header goes straight to, mate, how is, I mean, it's just shit. It's just shit. It is just shit. Proper poo, mate. Proper poo. Proper poo. He needs a friend to bounce off, don't he? But now let's listen to it's LB doing the same. And at the end, it's even like he's it's like he's speaking to a dead relative. I thought by the end of this clip, that is just fucking embarrassing, mate. How is those two wolf players just pass the ball to each other on the edge of our six-yard box? What? It, man. I just knew it was going to be that lead thing all over again. It just, it just, it's just that, man. It just reminded me of Leeds. Still 23 minutes. Maybe you can get a point here, but ain't looking good, bruv. Ain't looking good, bruv. This, I mean, you might not, it might not make the recording after it's all processed, but those lonely. The clicks, clicks of the, the mouse. chair shuffles. Yeah. It's just sad, isn't it? Yeah. Get, get, they're obviously both, I assume they're both in Manchester watching this game separately. Maybe maybe they've not got over the cancellation of HS2. Lack of that rail line is going to maybe devastate them. This must sadden you, Moscow. You love, you love these two. You love their energy. Yeah, I think what saddens me most is the idea that you might process out the pauses because then it won't work. So I'll try to edit no, no, around I'll, it. I will edit around this one because no, yeah, because normally I take the pauses down in uh, in these clips, but uh, 
not this time. Because it would lose its real Samuel Beckett quality of somebody just sitting on his own, clicking a mouse, saying, this reminds me of Leeds. Brev. Done it, Brev. Brev. And Brev Brev Brev. never answers. Brev! Where have you gone, Brev? Yeah. Oh, so that's LB. Unless this yeah, like... the, the mum needs to just knock their heads together and get them <laughs> sorted out. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> the problem is, just stop. Um, you and you, get in there and, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure they would be able to. They could be friends again. Nothing could be um, so bad. So this is this is LB to finish, and this I think this is the clip we can launch our appeal on. Okay. There's still 20 minutes left, man. I need to get energised, you know what I mean? I need to get back. But I just feel like I put all my eggs... In the basket at one one, and I'm like depleted of energy. You know what I mean? Sniff. He wouldn't have been depleted of energy, would he? If he had his his breath there. Get back together. Come on. They've got they've gone from like headlining arenas together. It's 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 like it's like Oasis splitting up. Is this? Yeah, and then the Mancunian brothers. Yeah, yeah, it is as well. So so then Liam's playing smaller venues. Noel's playing smaller intimate venues on stage on his own with a guitar. Just don't work, does it? Get back together. Yeah. Come on. Go and play the hits. Come on. People need it. People need your energy. Yeah. Brev. That's really Bray. maybe quite Bro. sad and it's just made me thinking of Consuelo because those days are gone now, aren't they? He's gone. They've yeah. split. It's a different time. Sorry everyone to yeah. end on a such a low point. Everything dies. See you next week, Brevs. Love you, Brev. See you in a bit. The Square Ball Podcast. 